and say who that was. Aaron. Thank you. What the f*** going on down there? Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the podcast. This is episode 380, and it's November 2015. Uh, my name is Vangelis when I'm on the internet, and I'm joined by Aaron to my left. Yes, to the virtual left. The virtual not st- left. Not, not stage left, but virtual left. Yeah, virtual left is kind of like stage left, except instead of like to the perspective of the audience or the performer, it's more about the perspective of the bites to the kilobits. And... Uh, Talking all about the kilobits to my right, virtual right, we've also got TJ Omega. Well, I, I think geographically everyone is to the right of everyone else, technically. Eventually, yes, until we realize that the globe is not in fact a globe or sphere, but is in fact something far more sinister that we can't talk about right now, because we don't have the right specialists on hand. But, you know, I've, I've assembled mask and we'll, we'll sort this out. Um... We're here to talk about some Transformers, and uh, I want to open up with just some new picture picks because it's uh, it's a nice, relaxed time of year right now. Uh, we we don't have like news flying in right now. We don't have uh, mass numbers of toy pictures taking up hours and hours of podcasts. Let's just pick things off the front page, one thing per podcaster, and let's chat about them. Uh, TJ, let's open up with you. What would you like to talk about? Hmm, oh, there's... I don't know, I, I had like four up here. You never call on me first. What is going on? It's November. It's a new month. It's unpredictable. Uh, uh just for the sake of some... Well, I, I can't. I can't even do that because that's just a repaint. Um, no, as, as long as we're gearing up for like G2 Metasaur coming out, there's a gallery now of the original. Yes. Is always lovely to see. And this comes care of uh, the Facebook page of Z75 Sales. And uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of cool stuff in here, especially like given how little we've seen of half of these guys in general. Yeah, Menasaur or uh, Motormaster especially. Yeah. Like, I have seen next to nothing. Like, even even the sample here is, like, the only one that's not stickered or painted in any way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really interesting. Like, I, I, love, I love getting the chance to see all of these older toys that we were denied or never made it past just, like, the dealer sample run. Just to see what, what could have been. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm looking at this, like, aside from just, like, it's... It's G2 as hell. Like, there are color shades here I did not know existed. I, uh, I, I'm still interested in some things like... Um, we, have, we have a breakdown that's really bizarre color. Or, and I think... Yeah, hang on. Breakdown's, I mean, the I, one, the breakdown's the one we know the most of. Yeah, breakdown's yeah. the one we know the most of. Breakdown's the one we see every time. Yeah, every... Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm... The colors are getting the colors are throwing me off. Dead end is the yellow one. Right if that yeah, helps, dead end. That's the one I'm going for. Because he still looks prototype out of the whole thing. Yeah, the, the the missing like like front windshield paint app is real weird. I'm guessing that 
I mean, I could probably look it up given that TransFan2 has also been posting some pictures of a G2 Menasaur. I'm guessing that was a sticker in the front. I'm guessing. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Like, if I remember right, all of those were painted. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I want to say paint because even if you look at the the windows of them, that's all blue. Where I'd assume that they'd throw some sort of deco in on the window. Or yeah, you're the, right. The the, yeah. the pillars. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's the inside of the plastic on the arm. What am I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, you look at his face, and even his face hasn't been painted yet. Yeah. The um the coolest thing about seeing all this new coverage of uh, of G two Menasaur is that. I mean, we, we know that Hasbro has access to a lot of archival stuff, but I know personally so little about anyone here who isn't Breakdown that it's nice to see, like, good, solid proof of concept for the colors of all the other guys. Uh, mm-hmm. it, so I, I have a better understanding of, of, A, where they're coming from, and B, how slavish they are. And cause it's, it's real easy to glance at the Combiner Wars G2 set and almost kind of assume some of the colors are being made up. Uh, but, you know, clearly, like, there was a bright yellow and bright red, uh, Wild Rider and Dead End, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they were that bright. Um, in fact, I, I almost want to say that, uh, Wild Rider gives me, like, enormous shades of Rapido, like, right down to the, the particular shade of red used. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty exciting to me, because I still really like Rapido. Um... I don't know if I'd want a Combiner Wars one necessarily right now. Uh, <laughs> give it a break. Just you know, give me a year, and then I'll be super excited about it. But, Repaint Dead End again. Well, you don't even like just just take the Combiner Wars uh, Wild Rider and give him a new head in the right turquoise, and it won't be enough. But you know, that'd be a way to really <laughs> fart one out if you want to. Um, well, we've got a whole set <clears throat> coming out in Rapido colors. You know, what more do you want? I want four Rapidos that combine with a bigger Rapido. I want the Race Master to return. That's his uh, power core iteration. Stop reading my fanfics, please. His name was Race Master in Japan. The Master of Races. Um, this also makes me so happy that there is a Combiner Wars G2 Menasaur coming out, because like that will scratch this itch, and I will no longer even consider the idea of of becoming incredibly rich and then getting a G2 Menasaur. You've been incredibly rich, I'd second guess that. Yeah, I don't know. It's, just, it's going to be so cool that these assembled colors are going to be like mass market available on toys that are, in my opinion, tremendously slavish to the G1 originals in like right down to their designs. Uh, yeah. Like what a what a wonderful way to close the loop on that, you know? So what? No it, love for the G2 Defensor? Well, they haven't <laughs> announced him yet, so no, no love for him. When they announce him, maybe. I don't know. G two Rook, what's what's that going to be? They'll they'll announce they'll announce it with the Combaticons. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what they're going to do about Defensor because they're going to have to make a decision about Groove, and I don't know if it's going to be feasible for them to make the decision that a lot of loud people would like them to make. Um, and if they did bring out Groove, only in G two colors, only in G two <laughs> colors for the U.S. Delicious. Oh, that would burn so good. Season my salad with all that so vinegar. Um, <sighs> I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the other galleries. We have the the G2 Menasaur. Yeah, I'm, tra- I'm trying to remember because I do, I'm pretty sure I have. I'm pretty sure I've seen Dead End with paint apps. 
I, I think TransFan2 has been posting uh, some pics of one. I, I would swear I saw that he was posting side-by-side -side pictures of the original G2 Menasaur and the upcoming Combiner Wars one. Like, the, you know, the to see to see how close the color work was. But I saw all that on my phone while I was in America last week. So I don't have any links saved. Uh, I'm yeah, sure... I'm sure we can find them because like people are even referencing those pictures in the thread connected to to this topic. I mean, um, it does still just fascinate me that like as now we've gotten like full galleries of a toy we never saw out of a package before, and there's still stuff we don't know about it. Just Deco, this missing off a of Motormaster. What was he supposed to look like? Well, and all those involved are gutsy enough to pop some of these toys open. When I, I I'm pretty sure it was confirmed a lot of these were sealed, uh, for the most part. I'm not sure anyone. Well, I I know there was open ones too, but I'm not I'm not sure anyone actually has the guts to open one up. We talked at length about someone who opens something, but I can't remember anymore. I I've seen some scary things in toy openings. Blood. Jeez. No no no. Uh, um, carded. Uh oh shoot! What was it? The um, monster pretenders. Yeah. The, yeah. Dude, just tearing cards off of those. You know what I would give of like a YouTube video of just someone with one of those packaged G2 Menasaur or G2 Defensor bits, just like slowly carving an exacto knife across the plastic. Like of the toy or of the bubble? Yes, the, of the, the toy. The toy. Yep. Just the a, toy. A survival knife. Just stab it in the middle of the package and pull. Always yeah. wanted to make this custom guard city. Now's my time. <laughs> <laughs> Repaint it back into G1 colors. That's right. <laughs> Just am, because I can. I'm going to mask this piece of history forever. Mm -hmm. um, no, no, you don't, don't, no, don't mask it. You, you dye it. Get some, get some dye boiling and drop them in. And right down to the, right down to the chemical makeup of the plastic. Um, I yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to when this thing comes out. Also because I want to know how, where, and when the G2 gift sets are going to be sold. Because I don't think we've had any info on that yet. Just that they are coming in the next twelve months, along with Victorion. Mm -hmm. It'll be a thing. And then yeah. it'll turn out to be some SDCC exclusive where it's the two of them packed together. Just Ooh. to break you. That'd be sick, though. Like, imagine how nice that box would look. Yeah, imagine how much right. that box would cost. To Jeez. ship anywhere. Yeah. yeah, the shipping alone scares me on that idea. <laughs> I've, I've, seen, I've seen what it costs people to get both of the Unite Warrior boxes at the same time. Oh, I just had a chill. Why did that happen? Oh, <laughs> oh and a taste in the back of my throat. That's not any good at all. Just fill the box and go for a nice, strong EMS combo. That's the way to do it. Um, oh, I might have thrown up. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to mass release G2 Stunicons, because that is such a chapter of, of my time in this fandom. Um, Aaron, you got anything else you want to add about the G2 guys? Um, I hope that the fit and finish is a little bit better. Um, oh, on the, on the Combiner Wars ones? On the Combiner Wars ones, yeah. Sorry, it was that no, was the next thing that I had. No, he's still holding out the G2s. Yeah, the original on G2s. On the e no. reissue. Yeah, no. Um, I think that's neat. I wish we could get photos of one with the um, the G2 faceplate. Since that's the thing that apparently there's one of in existence in a private collector's hands that nobody's ever getting to see, ever. Oh, the Menasaur face, you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. 
I'm uh, I'm really surprised no one's gone for just customizing a G1 base plate or even a uh, from the knockoff Menasaur. You know, it's been around well, for years. I I mean, yes, somebody could make a version of it, but that's not the same as actually having. I know, I know, one. but like just to see one mounted on there would be really yeah. cool. Well, then if you, I mean, if you want to do that, just if Photoshop. I mean, if you want to go cheap, go super cheap. I'm not a wizard from the moon, Aaron. I don't know how that Photoshop works to to run these this black magic warlock stuff. You're, I've done plenty of it, but yeah, I could just do that. I suppose maybe if I was small timing it, it, you know, assembling all the G2 stunicons together, and the very last thing I'm going to do is small time some Photoshop for one piece. Like, no, yeah. man, you Come just on. get out some paint, make it. Uh, anyway. Let's move on from there. Aaron, what's your new picture yes. pick? Um, we got two really good galleries of some uh, million publishing exclusives. Go Shooter and Shouki? Shouki? Uh, hang on, I'll scroll down to the name. S-H-O-U-K-I. Shouki. Shouki, okay. Um, Man, I forgot these hadn't come out yet until recently. Yeah, they they both look really cool. Um, more so the Shoki, uh, because Astro Train was kind of a one and well, I get no, he got the the purple yeah. treatment out of Japan because I got that one too as well. Yeah, both yes, English words yes. Um, but it's it's nice to see that mold getting used again because that is a very good classics mold. Hmm in and of itself that there are some of those from that era that were really good. And some that were, that's okay. And Mm -hmm. that Astro train mold was one of the really good ones. As long as you didn't have like super flappy, uh, chest tail thing. Well, it was a showstopper too. Cause that was like a deluxe scale, triple changer that kind of worked in all three modes. Kind of worked. How how did it not work? (laughs) There was one, you, you, you have to stand up to your kind of statement there. The shuttle mode has two halves of the front of a train on its wings. That's okay. That's the kind of part. There's that's no okay. aerodynamics in space. Yeah. Your aerodynamics there's just, in space. There's just place for people to sit that aren't in the cockpit that's sitting further back. Yeah. They got that's, a different view. What's your problem with that, huh? You got a problem you got a problem with people seeing what's going on outside of the space shuttle while they're in space? I do, in fact, yes. That's what I thought. You gotta think of tourism, man, here. We need seating with view. So I just noticed something I had not noticed whatsoever the entire time we were getting covered to this guy, is that the Thunder Arrow, like, quote-unquote disguise mode for the for the shuttle mode has a Decepticon symbol on the nose. That's really cool. Okay. That's that, uh, that's that MicroMaster shuttle. That's what he's put, his shuttle mode is supposed to be him masquerading as it. Oh, okay. Yes, that's obscure. I know, but they actually put the the symbol on there. That's really cool. They could have left that blank. Um, I also like the Daniel, uh, quote unquote Daniel uh, Micron that he comes with. Cause they're like, it's Daniel in an exosuit, and it's like this is a Micron who like does the splits to turn into a crossbow. That's okay. The exosuit gives you extra joints. I guess so. He doesn't. He doesn't need the pelvis, does he? It's Daniel, too. He's a <laughs> child at this point still. Um, yeah, Shoki, I think, turned out real well. Uh, he, that's one of those toys that's like, you know, convention for the right price at the right time when I'm just like, 
just kind of slow in the mind in the morning and I'm ready to spend some money. You've got an extra probably 60 bucks sitting around. Yeah, and you meet one of the Japanese dealers. What go for. I mean, like, last one, last be... one, you're like, oh, okay, great. And then you grab it and then another one shows up. Last one, last one, you mother. Yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, this thing on a convention show floor would probably be more like 90 um, yeah. from most dealers. But don't pay that. Try to find the deal. Same thing with Ghost Shooter. You know, try to find the deal. That was my, my, my little segue. The unfortunate thing is Ghost Shooter kind of looks like a couple of the paint apps aren't apt well. Let me get a closer look at this guy. Um, what paint apps I are you I saw seeing? some stuff on it, like, around the edge of the door. Oh, uh, like the blue like L's? That, th- that three-quarter shot, the blue L with the black paint in, looks like it's got run over, where I think if you filled that area in with black, it wouldn't look as bad. Yeah. But I'm, that's uh, a different color plastic, probably because of the join type that it has. But Yeah, I'm assuming that's one of those plastics that doesn't take to paint as well. Right. I'm assuming, anyway. I actually don't know with this toy. But uh, that um, sticks out something ooh. fierce in the alt mode. Yeah, I don't have I don't have one of those on my pile of the desks that I need to clean. I mean, that is also looking like one of the easiest repro label fixes to ever do. Oh yeah, right. Um, yeah, a, a label on both of those door L things. The main question is: Is that worth their time to actually have a print run of? Yeah. Now, if there was other stuff they could punch up. Yeah, I guess. But so. really, I mean, looking at him in comparison to Go Shooter, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I mean, t- I'm not really sure what you'd punch up. The tampographing on this guy is is real gorgeous. It's nice because he even has kind of blocky shoulders due to his car kibble on top of the shoulders. Yeah, I always liked the Nightbeat version of this mold, even though I like I modified mine a whole bunch. Um, oh, I never caught that the uh, the little Blaze Master he comes with is supposed to be uh, the Headmaster. Just as a target master this time. Yeah. That looks also like a very painful exosuit to be wearing. Eh, not really. It's kind of a crunch down. Isn't that the way that one transforms? Well, no, like the back plate gears open on it, doesn't it? No, I don't think so. Or am I thinking of something else? I think he just crunches, like, up and down. Like, his his back folds one way and the other. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's the one where... As I'm making motions that you can't see. Yeah, where I think the pelvis and the legs just kind of like hinge forward, going up above his head or something. Okay, I thought he like bisected down the front where his chest and legs were a panel that like folds forward. And I'm like, how does a human I, do that? No, I, no, I think that is how it works. Yeah, it's his would, legs and chest. It's like a, a a square that pivots. That would hurt. Yeah. Well, you're actually just sitting in the back half, kind of. In a ball. Your head and, and shoulders and everything are fine, and it's just the, the wires running into your spine that actuate the legs. It's easy. Don't, don't ever easy. team up with a Transformer. It's just, you're going to end up, like, you know, folding into all these weird positions and having things jammed in your head. I mean, come on. As a headmaster, you get folded in half. As a powermaster, your legs bend outwards 90 degrees at the hip and knee. Yeah. There's, Crin, there's, there's Crin no was winning. asking me about this with headmasters last week. She was like, doesn't it hurt when they turn into the head? And I'm like, yeah, we don't ask questions about it. We just assume that they get kind of halfway cyborgized when they transject her up. Yeah. I always assume it requires some form of knee replacement at the very least. Yeah. 
But so yeah, Ghost Shooter. It's such a shame about those blue chunks on the sides of the the car mode because they they if they were white or black, it would have been way less um, sticky outy. What a terrible word to use, but so way less sticky outy. Obvious. Nah. Eye drawing. Those are fancy science words. Okay, sticky outy. Yep, you're right. And that's the wiki. Um, TJ, how are you feeling about these new million publishing exclusives? Uh, I am a fan. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of Shoki. Mm-hmm. This that is a really nice mold. That's still one of my favorites from classics, and probably my favorite of the the modern triple changers. Just pick up and goof with. Mm-hmm. Because it just comes together so nice, so easy, and yeah, it looks really good. Like it does a convincing enough job recasting a mold that really should be very hard to recast. Yeah, and and giving some love to the train bots is a, a welcome thing in in like 2015. Yeah, because it's just not something that's gonna play internationally, so you never see it otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So like that that one's an interesting one. That one I might pick up. I'm not really. Uh, attached in any way to go shooter i no. uh i i kind of am and i it's weird i I've, i feel like i've been kind of putting go shooter down but like it's a weird thing is so much works on him but the way to fix the part that doesn't work is like so simple just get some stickers yeah like that 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 is kind of bizarre to me because like this is an expensive exclusive here yeah like this is supposed to be some big special thing that they released i would expect like just take a little bit of effort make a label and just stick it on there at the factory. Some factories can charge ridiculous amounts for labels, so I could I could see like maybe this the the way that they're making the the million exclusives like something didn't line up for that. Because yeah, I mean, looking at it, if if that had to be blue plastic, a label seems like such a thing to just do. And like a white label is like just a label sheet that hasn't been printed on. So. I mean, I say all this, uh, this also means, it, it. like I said, it's probably the easiest thing in the world to just do your, you know, do a little bit of DIY to oh, fix yeah. that up. Because I think between the two, Ghost Shooter is a lot more impressive in terms of, like, just sheer color balance and paint apps. Um, but, man, like, those blue L's, like, just wreck the whole thing at a glance. Um, Shoki, I think it's really the, the way that they figured out what to do about his shovel mode that, that makes him so interesting to me. Yeah, because recasting that mold, like, there's no one else. It's That's Astro Train. Yeah. So mm-hmm. no matter who you recast it as, it's got to be one or the other. One of the modes has to be explained away. It's a pretty brilliant job of doing it. Like, it's it goes, like, super obscure, but it kind of works. Yeah. And uh, that's the kind of thing I like to see with, with those sort of... You know, limited run, uh, kind of budget is is a little pie in the sky kind of kind of deals. Um, I was just going back and, and finding off our front page just for those who are checking out the topic list. I found uh, the in hand G two Sonicons and Combiner Wars side by side comparisons Transfan two did. Those are in the topic list as well. So if you want to check those out, it's all in one place, one handy dandy place. I'm just I'm patting myself on the back. Uh, yes, you are. You are good at this job that you give yourself. Either of you guys thinking about going for those million publishing things, or are you in my boat of like if I see him at a show and I'm in the right mood? Um, show and mood would probably go a long way. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think I like Shogi more than I like Go Shooter, but yeah, I would. That's yeah, a better be... mold, in my opinion. So yeah, it is. Like, I, that's one of those. I'm browsing Mandarake late at night. I'm sleep deprived. I've got a little bit more money than I feel like I should have, and probably should not be doing this. But click. Talking about sleep pe- deprivation, more money than you should probably have. I have a better place for you to spend it. This is the Extra weirdest life. segue. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Weirdest, weirdest segue. Sorry. No, Talking I'm not sorry. about everything you just said because it relates to money. <laughs> <laughs> also, donate to his extra life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm $200 away from shaving the goatee, and Alfie said at $300, she's going to wear a dress for extra life, and she's $250 away from that, and there's a chance this could go up before before Saturday, so... Hey, you can donate. And even after Saturday, you can still donate. Speaking of patting myself on the back, me and Kryn did an Extra Life stream playing some Binding of Isaac Rebirth, and I thought we were going to, you know, cause maybe $20 to go in, and we got, what, 46 to go in? Uh, something close to that, yeah. Yeah, I was real, that was a real pleasant surprise to me. Felt Plus good. the anonymous donor of 100 at the end. Yeah, whatever that was. That was probably unrelated. Yeah. You know, entirely related, but unrelated. Um... Well, my own new picture pick is going to be uh, some more Japanese one-off exclusive deluxe toys, because eHobby just ex- announced their next exclusive, and it is Deadlock. It is uh, Generations Drift done up as his evil Decepticon self before he changed his ways. Uh, They're going for the full-on thing of we're going to give him just, like, he's going to get his great sword, but he's also going to get all the blur weapons. And uh, it looks real sharp. Um, this thing's coming out for... 5,400 yen, about 45 US dollars, and uh, I think he's coming out in March, but Is I can't... Is the yen tanked that much? Hmm. Ye- no, your dollar just became ridiculous. So yes, it's all based on Murica. Yeah, yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go check HLJ's site, because HLJ, they've been getting pre-orders up for all these e-hobby deluxes uh lately or e-hobby says yeah march march 31st is when they're saying they're gonna get their uh shipment in and it's already order stopped wow i'm kind of surprised kind of not but kind of am i don't know that looks very good yeah excellent paint apps even like app fills on the sword yeah uh and like just a, a real like great contrast of whites to darks too mm-hmm. um there was a siren, by the way, in case you think someone's coming outside your house. Dear listener, no, that was a siren. I think it looks real cool. I didn't want to throw down a pre-order, because uh, it's not the kind of thing I'm going to pre-order. But, like, man, that is, again, like, this is a great limited run, you know, pump the budget up kind of exclusive. Um, and, like, it's not a perfect deadlock, but this is the best kind of official deadlock I think you could hope for. Um, and he's coming with an original comic as well, which is real cool, because the... Uh, what was it the uh, Grand Scourge Combiner Wars uh, exclusive e-hobby did? Also came in the comic with some real fun dialogue. Um, oh, here we go. Scheduled for release next year between March and May, according to our front page item. Um, yeah, Aaron, sounds like you're enamored with this guy. Yeah, this would definitely be a convention <laughs> pickup. Yeah. Uh, the, the paintwork on this just looks so damn good. Like, just those, those poppy golds and everything. Mm-hmm. The reds, too. Um, TJ, what about you? How are you feeling about Deadlock? It's an absolutely gorgeous repaint. Yeah. 
Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to go... I'm trying not to double up on molds anymore. I've already got them as dripped and blur. But, oh my... Men's... Th this is, again, one of those... Yeah, if I'm being reckless on Mandarake one night, though, this one I'm probably far more likely to go for. Because... Man, they just, just, like, loaded every detail they could on the whole toy. And that comic book might come up with a reason for you to have this guy and Drift going by that final photo where they're, like, clashing swords. Might not, but wouldn't it be, like, ridiculously cruel if they did? <laughs> I could... <coughs> I could see them doing that, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I say go for it. You know, if you're, if you're gonna make a comic book for this, make a reason to own this if I've already got the other ones. Time travel paradox, evil clone, yeah. What about yeah. what about both of them at once? Ooh, and then blur like appears as well. Oh no! Here come the time travel police. They're like, hey, you can't start working three toys in the same thing, you friggin' <sighs> capitalist. My window's open because my building's heat is on because it's the later part of the year, so the inside needs to be heated to some ridiculous degree. But man, the air outside smells good. There are just ambulances everywhere because everyone's in pain. Uh, yeah, I think this guy looks looks cool. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the in-hand pictures once uh, you know second quarter rolls around next year. Uh, that also does it for our new picture pick section. So, guys, I've got two listener questions. Shall we do them? Sure. Why not? First one comes from Prime One Thirty Five. He says, hey, Evangelist and other podcast people, not to reopen the same wounds from my last question, but what is your most wanted Transformer that was canceled? What's your most wanted figure of all time that was canceled? Uh, I realize the last part of Animated was a tragic loss for all of us, but imagine how bad it was for an 11-year-old me. And coming out of that, I would say, for me, it is Marauder Megatron. Uh, that looked like it was going to be uh, something to, to, to be up there with uh, some of the top-tier animated pantheon like Voyager Shockwave. And I would have loved to know what that toy would have been like in hand and, and what, what qualities it would have brought to the line. Uh, that's a big one for me, especially because the resin existed long enough to be photographed. Like, there was a physical prototype that did things, and yeah. I want to know what it did so very much. And it would have worn the, the headmaster hat, too. Yeah. I, I wish I knew what that damn toy did uh, in motion, not just in description. Um, but, to Aaron, what about you? Is there, is there a, a cancelled toy that kind of sticks in your craw i'm trying to think of i mean are there really that many other famous toys there's the like the trans tech cheetor and starscream that we saw uh, we've seen photos of yeah those those existed enough for people to take like transformation uh photo montages of mm -hmm. i believe yeah and then i mean like what else the unicron beach ball hey that was a tragic loss for us all no, it wasn't. I, I, we saw that at a botcon. That was not a tragic loss at all. Hey, it was that pretty was, darn that, big. That, that what that was a a euthanization. It was that a was, big toy. It was a big toy. That would have been sweet and it was if a whole I was like lot five. Of, like chunky plastic, and it would have been horrible if you were five because the thing would have exploded and killed you. No, it wouldn't have. It would have. It would have been floating around saying Orson Welles things in a cool voice, and it would have been as big as me. That would have been great. No, because the voice in that thing would have sounded like. Do you remember the old <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys that had the strip that you put in them and then pulled out really quick? Oh my! To get them God, to say stuff. I remember those. It would have sounded something like that. I bet. What do you say? I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Try it again. 
Well, I would have figured it out over the course of my entire childhood of like a decade how to, you know, pull the tape just at the right speed to sound, you know, pretty cool. I, I think. Except for then the thing would have gotten worn down by the end, so it'd just be. A... Yeah, and I'd be like, say? yo. I, oh, in you, my don't head, remember, you don't remember in the movie when Unicron went in my head I would have heard cool things I, you, know, that's, that's you the always way my, hear cool things in your head that's the way my childhood worked cool voices in my head um, <laughs> well okay Aaron I'm going to give you the tra- I'm going to say that yours was Beach Ball Unicron with this weird side mention of Transtech something or other TJ uh, okay, what's your unreleased toy yeah, the first thing that came to mind was that Marauder Megatron, just because it looked like such a solid and good triple-changing toy. Mm-hmm. Mm, so, for the sake of sounding a little bit different, um, ones that come to mind are, like, I remember a lot of the 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 con- the conceptual stuff, not the stuff that made it to hard prototype, just, like, the stuff that, like, they penned out and figured out, this is how this would work. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that comes to mind there are uh, the... The crazy G1 Megatron into another Decepticon into their vehicle mode thing. Skywarp, I believe. Yeah, it was Megatron who could turn into Skywarp that could turn into the jet. Yeah. And it was the one that made sense, Megatron, that could turn into Galvatron. Mm-hmm. And then you had this uh, handgun that kind of looked like a mix of the two. And that's such, like, a ludicrous concept. Like, okay, Megatron into Galvatron, I get. That makes complete and total sense for the characters. And that would have been a really cool toy. Why on earth would Megatron turn into Skywarp? Because he's got black on him, and so does Skywarp. <laughs> like, it's one of the more insane ideas I've ever seen in a Transformer concept, and I wish, I wish they'd have gone there, because it's just... It's one of those things, like, like what we have now, like with Combiner Wars, like let's make Galvatron a headmaster, let's make Blaster a playset, cause why not? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just like one of those like stupid fun man that would have been really really screwed up, but I really want one kind of ideas. Yeah, I I was just thinking like you know in, in light of what we're talking about, there there are not. Like, there are a lot of Transformer toys that, you know, were in the works that didn't come out, but I feel like we're in a fortunate fandom in that, aside from, you know, animated, where that's the biggest wound for a lot of people, because a lot of those toys, like, looked like they basically existed outside of being fully produced. Um, Like, we don't have, we don't have enormous gaps of, like, made toys that didn't come out, like, you know, or, or, or physical prototypes that look so tantalizing that will probably never happen, like with G.I. Joe. Uh, we've got plenty that, you know, hasn't come out, or but but as far as things that made it close to coming out, made it into the physical form before not coming out, um, like, we've definitely got some that hurt, but I feel like a lot of people just, gen- you know, tend to say the same things. Like, how, you know, you and me, we're both saying Marauder Megatron, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, well, the easy one would be uh, the American release of Scout Tank Rumble. Um which eventually became a moot point because those toys are getting their second release now in Japan as a two-pack. So it's, it's becoming easier and easier to, to track those down. Um, and a lot of Dark of the Moon toys that didn't come out in America, they still did come out elsewhere. It's just, just so hard to get them now. I guess you could consider them unreleased to, to a point, but I'm not really sure. Um, 
there's not actually that much that like is painful that it didn't come out because so many other things came out as well or eventually things that didn't come out had far more worthy successors due to just newer toy engineering um like the beast thing... wars you know, uh unicron you know that used to be a big thing but now we've had a kind of a better unicron toy I think there's just because Transformers have so much more parts and engineering to them, there's always a drive to, if we're going to get it to that point, they have to be made some way. Mm -hmm. You know, one way or another, we have to make the cost back on the toy. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, there's, um, there are definitely examples of painful things that didn't happen, but I don't think there are so many that there are, there are many varied answers to this amongst most uh, vocal fans. Anyway, um, we've got one more listener question. It's one of those ones where someone wants Aaron to read it, so Aaron, you should read it. Oh, I was in the middle of something else. What are we doing now? Uh, I got some Kleenex if you want it. Oh, okay. No, I was trying to do an Extra Life post again. Sorry. It's like in five days I'm starting to wig out that things are happening. Don't worry, okay. Aaron. It's in, it's in five days. That means you have yeah. four whole days to not worry about it. Yeah, and somebody's showing up on Thursday, so that's kind of one less day, and that's all oh, God. Three whole days to not even think about it. Wait, two days to what? Two whole days to... Aaron, it's happening tomorrow. And his head just exploded. You guys didn't hear the pop, because I edited it out. But it was wet. <gasps> uh, sorry, I'm breathing again. Oh. Hi, Aaron. Hi, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. Want to read us a, this this listener question? Sure. sure. Uh, from Corito on October 12th, 2015. Hello, Aaron and his dog pack. Before the questions, I will like to request if Mr. Smith could read the questions. That's what I'm doing now. Uh, but if you can't get Hugo Weaving on the podcast, the Aaron is reading them fine as too. <laughs> so Hugo Weaving, then me. That's not too bad, actually, in the grand scheme of things. I just want to point out that that sentence was actually written perfectly fine. Aaron is the one who yeah. flipped half the words around. Aaron reading uh, them is fine, too. The Aaron reading them is fine, too. Also, before the questions, I will like to apologize for my English not been good much. Except uh, that the part where it said Aaron reading them is fine, too, was actually perfectly fine English. Don't worry, Carito. Aaron is flipping some of this stuff out, too. I'm here to help <laughs> our thanks. listeners. Right. So thanks, if you're buddy. listening at home, just blame whoever you want for the following. Which we know who that likely should be. Me. Okay, so question uno. Flat nose prime or long nose optimus prime? At this point, long nose. It's been in long enough. I've it, it works for an optimus. A flat nose optimus works too, but a long nose is by no means some kind of perversion now. There are so many fine examples of how that can work. Uh, that right now, I, give me give me a, a fresh long nose. Because we've got, we got all the flat noses I need. I want a fresh long nose that doesn't look like the movies in his robot mode. Now, I don't want the arms or legs coming out of that block. I want that to just turn into like a, a jetpack or something. That's that's my answer anyway. I don't know about you guys. So then where do the arms and legs come from? All come from the, they all come from the rear third. Okay. So you, so you end up with another Sentinel Prime-esque situation where you're having to fold his arms into his thighs? Yeah, but... Better at this time. Uh huh. TJ, what about you? Flat nose, long nose. Uh, I'm more. Of, uh, there's always part of me is gonna like the flat nose, but I I do kind of think it's time to just embrace the long nose. I, I think it's a much more solid, it's much more powerful design now than the original flat nose is. It's plus it's not like there's a whole lot of long no or a whole lot of flat noses out there. 
yeah. anymore. Yeah, it, like it is a dated design, like to be sure. And from from the couple of mechanics that I know that work on uh, trucks like that, uh, flat noses suck because it's everything's tucked underneath the cab. So basically, you have to rock the cab all the way forward and have everything, all the food and drink or whatever that's in there, rattle yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah, long haul truckers, and then all of a sudden you have to deal with all of this up in the footwell. It is bottles of urine and a few bottles of tears and one bottle of feces. Just yeah. That's I'll cool. also go with the the long nose tribe, uh, just because it it gives more space for the toy. It's something that you're seeing more of in the real world, I think, and that's just become the prime now yeah and in a couple years let's flip it up again but for now it's you know there are there are like two major long nose primes the 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 movie one and the prime one and uh we got room for one more i think Mm -hmm. okay question two if you could have any of the transformers weapons scaled down to your size and fully functional which one would you choose you can also pick any of the arm-mounted weapons like in the movies or Prime or Arachnid's back-mounted spider legs. For me, I was first considering to have both of the movie Prime's arms because having a pair of robotic arms with flame tattoos with sword, mounted sword, hooks, guns, and brass knuckles Sense with claws yourself. at the end would be mm, cool. But I have decided to go with the Forge of Solus Prime because a hammer that can smash technology into existence sounds rad. Grab rock, smash, poof, PS4. Um... I, I could come up with a better answer, but honestly, when you brought it up, I would love to have Arachnid's back-mounted spider legs. <laughs> Do they also work as some sort of propulsion? Yeah, because, like, didn't they turn into, like... They turned into her helicopter blades in the toy, because what else are you going to do with yeah, that? Yeah, so they, they turned yeah. into helicopter blades, and they were also what formed most of the gimlet of her drill mode, right? So, yeah. I think her legs were the drill mode. Yeah, because she had that, that big, like, spider abdomen thing going on with her legs when she was crawling around. I thought that those the the spider legs folded forward to form like the meat of the gimlet with her legs as the tip, but I don't, I don't think so. I haven't looked at that episode in a very long time, so I don't know. It, either way, I would love to have freaking four or eight giant spider legs coming out of my back because that would be metal and rad, and I could do stuff. with No, those. arachnid, it's three, three, three even. I could deal with three, two big ones, and then one for you know whatever extra. Oh no, my butt's itchy. Oh no, I had something on my for head. picking and flicking. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with with arachnid spider legs. That'd be mine. If I'm picking anything, uh, God, it's. I think I'd want the star saber, but the armada one. Do you have three three little buddies? Well, three little buddies. I have three little Jessica can fly around and get me go get me stuff. You know. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt to have like, like little people, like little, little robots, to help me out on like fil- like filming stuff, especially at cons. It seems kind of like taking for granted that janitorial staff too. It's taking for granted that they would be cool with doing that. They're like, what if one of them's like, yo, and then you're like, what does that mean? Hey. And it prints out, and it's like, I don't want to work today. Hey, to be fair, do? those are, those <laughs> mini cons in Armada didn't exactly hold a lot of loyalties. It's pretty much just whoever was willing to swing them around that episode. Yeah, and you're like, here, I'll swing you a bunch before you know you you be cameraman for me, and I will swing you against the wall so hard. And they're like, okay, <laughs> boss. 
No, but like you, you start dressing them down. Look, this doesn't pass the white glove test. Who was dusting? Huh? Oh, it was you. What was it? Your day off? You're the handle now. No, 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 no. I'll show you gloves. No, what? You go back top. She get in the corner. Why don't you stare at the corner? Just tell me what you see there. I would not subjugate my mini cons. Yes, this all would. is making me tremendously uncomfortable. Like just the, the the way that people are talking about treating their mini cons in real life. I, mm. No, but like that show gave such importance to that weapon. Like one of the okay, I, I'm not a fan of Armada storyline, but one thing I will give it credit: it made the Star Saber seem really important and cool. Oh yeah, like that'd be a cool thing to wave around. Like even like not even if it's just like the mini cons, if it's just like that that deformed sonar that was the hilt and a big energy blade out the top. Because now I've got a lightsaber broadsword. I could deal with this too. And you can use it like a hoverboard if you want. I wanted to get through 2015 without anyone else mentioning a hoverboard. Hey, let's talk about Back to the Future. Look, that day happened. The Cubs didn't win. Don't remind me. We don't have auto lace shoes quite yet. But we're gonna. Nobody's wearing double ties. That's the thing I'm most disappointed in. Because if you realize the shirt had like a separate throat piece to go between the two tie knots. The one thing you people could do was keep your pockets inside out. We could do some of these things ourselves if we were brave enough. That's all I'm saying. Aaron, you should answer the question. Oh, I, I probably should, huh? Um... I don't know, like gun arms seem kind of cool. I was hoping you were, gonna, you were gonna go for something like even more base, just like I want hot rod saw blade hand. Because nah. people would do what I tell them if my hand suddenly turned into a saw blade. Nah, nah, gun arm, gun arm would have the same effect, and you can get some range on that. So, what would fuel? Yeah, so what would fuel your gun arms? Hatred. Okay. You shoot hatred bullets or hatred energy? Yeah. Just hatred energy. Just... What if you're feeling good? I mean, then what happens? Well, then you don't need gun arms, man. I guess so. I mean, I'm having a good day. Everything's nice. Why do I need to blow something up? Point. Good point. Well, you know, when you're driving on the road and that person's doing 15 below and has their left blinker on, but they're in the left lane and there's no left turns coming up, a little bit of hatred gun would be nice. I also want to point out Aaron has just laid out a scenario where I'm mad on the road. I want to shoot the driver in front of me. Yes. And yet it's wrong of me to make my mini cons clean the bathroom. Yes. I was going to yell something just about America, but that's, that's actually a good point. I don't actually have a gun arm. I mean, I can, I can separate reality from fantasy. I Hold merely on. fantasize about it, <laughs> especially when angry. Oh, hey, you, you've seen Evil Dead 2. I have. Yeah. It's awesome. He doesn't have a gun arm, though. He has a chainsaw arm. But that it's inspired different. every, like, weapon arm thing ever. Like, you can't... If you're mad on the road and your hand turns into a saw blade or a chainsaw, you still have to put some conscious thought into executing upon that angry thought. If your hand turns into a gun, he's no, going, you I'm mad! <laughs> oh, crap! Accelerate the windows over. down, there you go. I don't know. You, still, you have to stick your hand out the window, and, it's, like, you know, it's, it's enough conscious thought to give you that pause. Like, wait... Do I want to use my magic chainsaw arm to flip that guy's car over, or am I just really mad today? The answer to that is, of course, yes. One of those two. Anyway, that that's that. We're halfway through this question. Okay. Uh, question Dre. 
For this question, you can it's, also give a non-trans. It's, it's, it's pronounced dry. I should dry. Sorry. Look, the the one foreign language I don't have down. All right. Is mine. Question dry. For this question, you can also give a non-transformer answer if you like. Is there a toy or set of toys that you would like to own twice or three times in order to dis- have it display in all these different modes? I mentioned set of toys in the question to cover stuff like combiners or megazords. For myself, it would be a couple of different things. First, the five bronze saints from the Mythcloth EX line because they came with regular armor and then a battle-damaged armor. Secondly, the double driver to have it in regular fang and extreme configurations. And finally, the combiner wars teams to have the teams and then a permanent combined form. I haven't answered this, but I'm thinking... Yeah, you get to wait. TJ. (laughs) (laughs) Have you go last, see how it feels. Yeah. (laughs) Mr. No Road Rage. I make myself go last sometimes. This is... I know I'm not gonna... Shut up. I'm not gonna take that away from you. It's not your turn. Let TJ talk. (laughs) Why don't you go sit in the corner and tell me what you see? It's the corner. You made me face the corner. I see the corner. (laughs) Jeez. Um... There's two thoughts going through my head. One is I grew up with individual Predacons who I could not combine. So there's part of me, for the nostalgia's sake, that really wishes I had a second Predaking. Just have all of them lined up, because I think individually they are very cool, and for space alone, I keep them combined. So that would be neat. The other train of thought is it would be really cool to have a display of all the six shots. Like, to just, like, have the picture on the box that is every six shot, like, every form in a row, and then just ha- look over the shelf, there it is. If you're going to do that, original robots in disguise Galvatron. Ooh. Ten the forms, or even the Megatron. The Megatron, yeah. There was a time Megatron when he was, on, do all ten forms. he was on sale in a way that made it feasible to just buy one for every fan mode, too. Oh, there were way too many fan modes for that thing. I remember yeah. that thread was... Hundreds of posts long yeah. back in the days when TFW threads never went that long, and about each one had four or five different pictures. That, like, yeah. I don't know, it's a mammoth with elephant or with a giraffe legs or something. I don't know. The sad thing is, I can remember contributing a cannon mode to that thread. That toy went on hella sale, if I recall correctly. So I, I maintain, if you wanted to, you could just buy one for every fan mode you took a fancy to. Yeah, you just you just set them up on your wall. You put you pick your two favorite fan modes, and you make like a big wall clock out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I oh, I see. It's two headed dragon o'clock. Well, then you then you get an extra one, and that's the one that you gut for the arms of the clock. Oh, I was thinking just like points point like a spare sky bite as the arm. I'm just over in the corner <laughs> nodding and watching you two. Okay. Um, for me, I mean, I can see some, a a point in having Combiner Wars teams to be the individual guys in the combined form, but for as many repaints as they're getting, if you kind of got one of everything, you kind of end up with that. Um, that's the route I'm going slowly, but, uh, man, I don't know what else. Megazords are kind of only their giant combined thing to me. I don't know, Chris, what was your idea? Okay, mine is a little hypothetical, because I, I, there was a point where I was like, it would be kind of cool to have, like, two of every one of those Lego movie sets that had multiple builds, so you could just have mm-hmm. both builds on. 
And then I was like, man, imagine if they had come up with an alternate mecha build for the sea cow. And then I'm like, hey, what if I just got a second sea cow and tried to build a robot out of it? And I was going places, and then I kind of lost track of it because I'm in the corner. Um, I have been tempted, though, by the idea of... It's not the same as buying doubles, but with Combiner Wars, uh, seeing how every team is getting a Unite Warriors release that is different, yes, but only in some ways here and there, it is like kind of tempting to go like, man, if I just got like the Stunicons and then got Unite Warriors Menasaur as well... And then I could, like, I don't know, get different add-ons to them and have, like, hey, this one represents this company's vision of Menasaur. This one represents this company's vision of Menasaur. Um, that, that, that as a concept is tempting. That, that's a concept that would make more sense if more add-on groups were making Combiner Wars stuff, but really there are only a few. Uh, really only two major ones if you don't uh, include Shapeways. So that makes it all the more feasible as well. I don't know. I'm stroking my chin with my fingers. Aaron, right. you got you got any more? Or shall we continue to the last one? No, I, I was trying to think of anything else that I'd maybe like in multiple modes, and I couldn't come up with anything else. If I could get a second Sir Stomps a lot, I might. <laughs> I might. Maybe like the the city combiner or the city bot guys, or even like as I sit here and roll roll it in my head, the like original torso modes in G1 of the Scramble City Combiners all had base modes that were kind of forgotten about. To stack up all the base modes? Yeah, well, there was the way that you could do it. You could stack all those base modes onto your uh, Metroplex. Yeah. Or the little, like, odd notch that they had in the back of their head or on something all had places that they were supposed to go. And make a really big city that was rapidly forgotten about. But, okay. Question Quattro. With the release of the SH Figure Arts Michael Jackson some time ago and the announcements of the SH Figure Arts TMNT and Freddie Mercury, what other American property will you like to see produced in SH Figure Arts Magic? For me, I would love to see some figures of the last Airbender characters so that I could give proper use of display effect parts. Man, Figure Arts style. Because they're also doing like some Marvel stuff now, aren't they? Yeah, they, uh, they, well, they're, they've been doing Iron Men. Uh, they're going to be doing a Tony Stark. They revealed Black Widow and Hawkeye recently as mm-hmm. well at that, that show. Um, bear in mind, though, there is a limitation on fig arts. If you have a character you like who has long cloth robes or a cape or anything long in cloth, a fig arts representation of that, there's a huge chance of it being like a real bad experience because fig arts does not know how to do that stuff still. Um, so that, that, that puts in some limitations. Plus, I think anything that's not armored or bulky tends to look not so great. Yeah, if mm-hmm. it's an if it's a super stylized anime creature or character, it can still work. Their Dragon Ball stuff is fine. Their Pokemon right. stuff's been fine. Um, if you need a realistic human face, they have a technology that is turning out real cool on their Star Wars stuff. But it's, I think, still a little bit weird. And it doesn't photograph well. It, it looks good in person, is what I understand. Yeah, I, I just remember seeing there was... It wasn't the Daft Punk one. Maybe it was the Michael Jack. Was it the Michael Jackson one that had like really weird elbows and knees, or was it possibly? Because there was one of them that was now. a person, and I just remember thinking, "Oh, that'd be really neat." And then you, I saw it and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, there's re- only a ooh. there's a scant somebody few. signed off on that." Ugh. Yeah, there's a scant few that are actual people, so there's 
really only the music label line, so it'd have to be Daft Punk yeah. or Michael Jackson you're thinking of. Well, I think Daft Punk was fine because they're wearing suits or motorcycle jackets or whatever. So I don't think it was that. I, it must have been Michael Jackson or like one. Of, maybe it was like one of the early Freddie Mercury one, like pre shots. Michael Jackson, you might like he might have struck you as weird because all his joint areas are bright white, and thus that, you would see the assembly more. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm taking a look at Jackson now. His he literally just has balls for knees. Yeah, that's mm. what it was then. Yes, yes, yes. That picture. Yes, right there. That picture right there. Yeah. Yep. I also literally have balls for knees. Okay. Good phrase. Uh, I had to. I wanted an excuse to say it again. I like that okay. phrase. All right. Do you guys have any ideas? Oh, I got plenty, but TJ, do you have any ideas? Yes. I was trying to think of what purely American things I could think of that would actually apply to this. Like, so many of those needs are being met, you know, between, like, uh, well, between, like, Maddie Collector and the He-Man stuff, especially now they're doing the filmation versions. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently we're going to give Thundercats another try. Yeah, your uh, your '80s American properties are getting handled. Yeah, so um, a lot of the stuff I really grew up with, and like this, a lot of the stuff I grew up with turned out to be like Japan oriented. Like I can't say Power Rangers either, because well, I've got figure arts of all of them. I would like to get the rest of the Bokengers. Well, a lot. It's nice to wish, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who's still, like, literally, like, screaming, raging mad that Rio and Melee got canceled. Hey, look, they didn't... They didn't get canceled. They no, just don't have release dates. They're in Master Asia hell, and it took him a long time to get out of it. Yeah, they they just don't have release dates, and one day they might, and maybe they'll come out with the rest of the Bokengers. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna get my Mega Man X ride armor. And maybe they'll come out with the rest of... All the other things that were made that we no like of anything like of any like U.S. properties, I th- I think Avatar is probably the most spot on. Like, for figure like, arts, that 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 works. Except, aren't there Avatar characters with robes and stuff and like? Uh, not all of them. Okay. I like no more like design wise, no more than like the baggy pants of the Dragon Ball Z characters. Okay. So nothing, nothing like. I mean, easy example of something that went real wrong. S.H. Figuarts Darth Vader went real wrong. Between his robes and his cape, he went super wrong. So this, I, I'm guessing Avatar doesn't have anyone like that, like with like layered stacks of long flowing cloth. Um, no. And if they usually when they do, that's more like a a short lived costume. Hmm. Like for the most part, their normal designs would be fine. Okay. Yeah, for me, it would be, uh, even though someone looks like they're going to be taking a good swing at it at the same scale, I'd love to see some figure arts Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat getting good toys is always A-plus in my book, but more so, Mortal Kombat getting good toys that then can finish a cast is, like, my new challenge, because it seems like Mezco um, are not seeing any uh, monetary, uh, not reason, any 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 lack of risk in, like, like they're... It's too risky for them to commit to doing anything past Series 2, basically. So they're going to have six figures done with variants um, added on top of that. And it seems like that's going to be it. We've got a new company who's going to be doing some 112 Mortal Kombat stuff. They're a new company. I don't know what they're going to do. They might just make three figures and call it done. I, I Fig Arts probably would be the same. 
Um, so maybe that's not a very good answer, but that's that's who I'd like to see done in a, in a real superposable form. And if it counts, I'd like to see a fig arts like Gypsy Danger, you know. But that just gets into the whole thing of can someone just give Pacific Rim to Bandai? Yeah, which is like a, another argument in and of itself. Um, it's that whole line would be nice of something that wasn't horribly neutered at the last minute. Yeah. Um, I think if they... I've been thinking about this for the last couple minutes. I would rather see it go to Sentinel and Riobot, but given how some of the more anime-oriented figures have turned out, I'd like to see Fig Arts take a swing at Steven Universe. I don't... I think they could pull it off to some degree between... Like uh, some of the you know more stylized animated figures they've done and stuff like Super Mario, they might be able to pull it off. I think I think Sentinel Riobot would do it better, but that would that would be another one I'd like to see attempted. Lots of option parts, lots of lots of action. And um, oh, you know what? This is always on the, on the top of my on the top of my head, the tip of my tongue. Fig Arts Rammstein would be pretty cool too. They have plenty of cool costumes he could reference uh, <laughs> to pull together some really cool figures, and I'd love to have a little till. But maybe that's just me. Uh, I believe that does it for our listener questions section as well. So thanks for that reading, Aaron. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, Aaron, did you answer that question? I I'm just realizing that. Did I cut you off? Well, he was reading, and he might cut himself off. Yeah, yeah. I I went through my likes, and I don't know if I actually did say an idea because I can't think of an idea now. So you, you need to have this commitment <sighs> issue checked ding, out very dang quickly. It. Ding, dang it! It's all right. Uh, we'll go back to the tapes, and and once it's all over, you can see if I did or not. And if I did, well then good. If I didn't, well guess what? I got out of a question. Ah. Yeah, this guy. Let's do some what we got this week. Let's talk Transformers, even. Okay. Aaron, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Now that I'm back in control! Uh, Aaron, did you get any Transformers this week? I did. I got the, um, whatever the repaint line is, uh, Toys R Us exclusive color Megatronus. Oh, you found, I I was looking for him last week. Yeah, I I was very surprised, and I saw the one. As I was looking for him, I was also going like, do I I only want this toy because it's hard to find right now? I still don't really know. Yes. Oh, well, tell me how he is. Uh, Pretty good. Um, This is a case where I think that the simpler transformations of the robots in disguise line works very well for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Where he's kind of H-tanky, but it's like his whole lower leg is the, the tank treads. And the way it doesn't, like, do a fold in half collapse... Like, it doesn't pivot around the knee, but because of the way that it works, it pivots, like, up from the shin, if that makes sense. If you've seen the transformation of him. In, like, still photos, so it halfways makes sense. So it's the, the like, midpoint of the H-tank part folds down become to become his toe. Okay. And then, like, there's a missile pod thing that sits over top of the hinge... That is like the knee plate that covers the the nasty gears up. Mm-hmm. That is that work that then becomes a, a nice fend knee piece. Um, and the way that his arms come together is is pretty neat. And uh, what I missed the first couple of times is he actually has on the back of 
his arm, he has a place that his sword blade clicks in, and that's what makes the turret before or the the like blade thing that sticks out underneath the gun. Yeah. Because before each time I was like, oh, that blade sticks way far out there after I'd put the two arms together. And then eventually I realized like, oh, that's actually a full on clip that will hold it. So you can have a like back of arm shiv or a good, uh, good holding point for that. But some, some nice. pretty solid, uh, simple plastic ratchets for his shoulders and uh, his elbows. So he, but, he operates well in that space, do you think? Yeah, I do. Um, I still think that the price point of this being the same as a Combiner Wars is a little bit of a farce, but... Well, hey, you want to know how much... Okay, so he's he's Clash of the Transformers, right? Yes. If I see him in Toronto, he won't just be 20 bucks. He'll be 22 bucks because Toys R Us. Yeah. 22 is not great. I got him at, I think it was 18, and I had a $5 Toys R Us gift card thing. Yeah. 18 felt salty, 13 kind of sort of felt okay. Um, Unfortunately, this is, I think, a profit area for for Hasbro and Transformers that lets them do a little bit more with Combiner Wars yeah. at a similar price point. But. And I mean, I think, I think Toys R Us is has at least a fair share of the responsibility, especially in the in terms of the Canadian pricing, where Combiner Wars Deluxes are 17 and Rid Deluxes are 20 at Toys R Us yeah, here. That, oh, that is that And that's garbage. They are, they are not worth 20 bucks. I'm sorry to say, I like a lot of them. They're not worth 20 bucks. Uh, also, with, with Megatronus, um, with there being a more show colors version with his face showing, which is how he was for a majority of the show, that Clash of the Transformers one is kind of like, I, I have all kinds of reasons to just wait for the regular one. Yeah, I, w- I would probably wait for the regular one in that case. Um, again, I've not seen the show. I've not gotten the chance to do that. Um, mm. That might change opinions, but he looks pretty cool as it stands on its own, having no idea who this character is on the TV so, show. So not, not knowing He's who he is. He's got a very, like, knightly vibe with the face. Yeah, how, how are you taking that head sculpt, like, without uh, any it, context? The head sculpt looks like uh, like a stylized knight's visor. Hmm. Like he's looking through that all-spark blue slat. Um, yeah. And it's one of the few things I'm not terribly fond of is when he's transformed, he's just kind of staring up into the sky. There's nothing that covers up his face because <laughs> he his, his head rotates back to be flush ish with the back of the of the tank body. I wonder if that would but, be an advantage of the of that one then with his face not showing. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I When I transform it, I, I turn his head 180 because it'll still fit in that way. Yeah. And then you're just looking at back of the head greebly looking stuff rather than kind of what you know looks like a face just staring out i mean that's the one temptation of that toy in the long run is it would be great to have that alternate head to be you know be able to swap them you know between the two because mm-hmm. um, you know his, that visor thing does just like slide open on the show to reveal his face um, okay. which would have been a cool mechanism to see on the toy but you know that's not going to fit in there um yeah aaron you, you gotta he's his show model is real cool and his role's pretty cool. It's just his voice is a bummer. Big old bummer. But that is all I got for Transformers this week. All right. Uh, oh, very cool. I'm glad we got a, an in-hand report of that toy, because I've been, I've been so curious. And I don't think I know anyone who got one until, like, just now. Uh, so thank you. Uh, TJ, did you get any Transformers this week? Uh, indeed I did. All right. Let's talk about them. Uh, I actually got quite a few, but I 
don't know exactly how much I'm going to have next week, so I will abstain and keep to the more topical ones, which are the three Takara Fembots. Yeah, mine are, I, I shipped mine untracked because I wanted to save some cash and I'm not in a rush. But uh, it seems like, by most accounts, they're turning out pretty okay. Uh, yeah, they are. They're, they're turning out quite okay. Um, all three are very good homages. All three don't really skip out on anything. Like, the sheer load of paint on Nightbird is kind of insane. Yeah. Just about everything on her is painted silver. Like like there's there's nothing that's there's nothing molded in a silver plastic it's all like this really flat gray so anything you see on silver there robot mode and otherwise is completely painted over it's and an uh well I, I might just i got one major question how do they all feel as far as like joint tolerances um well that's that's the uh that's some of the interesting things. Um they feel okay joint wise. Like I've got Nightbird in my hand right now and all the joints feel good. She doesn't have any problems standing up with that big backpack and it all feels ni nice and solid. Mhm. Mm so, you know, she works out. Um having just did a video for Windblade, I can confirm uh Slipstream much better in the joints than she is. Excellent. Oh, I know. I might have gotten lucky on mine. We'll see. I, I've been hearing some good stuff. Like the only the only major resounding thing I heard about Slipstream so far is people who are experiencing the mold for the first time are bummed by the heels. But that probably was going to be the case. Yeah, the heels on that toy are unfortunate. Like I wish there was some way of locking him in a little bit firmer. Yeah. So that's un that's unfortunate. Um. Let's see what else. Now, black black arachne is all right too. Like, there's there's still a few little things about her that was at fault on the original, but yeah. The weird thing about her is like uh the the swivel to rotate her rear legs around into the robot mode legs. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Like, I like I just I just got my black arachne from animated down and goofed with it a bit, and that that feels like a really solid piece where you rotate it and there's like a gentle little snap in place yeah and it gets from one position to the other uh the new one feels i don't know almost gummy like there's some like restriction and it's not pegging or locking into that into either position very well oh it's, it's, a, it's a very weird like sensation like it's it's hard to quantify in words I wonder if that's case by case or not. Like, I, I would imagine uh, that maybe pulling the mold, the mold down after, you know, this long, maybe something's just degraded in it over time. Um, but I, you know, I, I guess that's going to be something we'll find out as more people get them in hand. Um, yeah, possibly. The thing I noticed about Black Arachnia in group shots that Yuki kind of cleverly hid on all his Twitter postings is she's enormous compared to the other two. Oh, yeah. Like, like... You can definitely, putting the three together, you can definitely tell just how much the budget's changed. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hilarious. Um, but no, I'm, I'm glad to hear there's, like, it yeah. sounds like there there's no, like, major crippling flaws with any of them. Like, they seem... Well, there's there's my pet peeves that all three suffer from. But, mm -hmm. you know, that's the usual. Like, I will get, like, Nightbird is currently ending up my favorite just because... Not only does she get these new psi weapons, because she's got the she's got the uh, the closed hands, 
Yeah. Or, or like the ones with like the little bridge of plastic on the bottom side that can't hold the weapons very well. But her side weapons are molded to accommodate that. Nice. So they actually so none of the other weapons fit, but the <laughs> size fit. But I was happy that she came with all the weapons. So she's accessory loaded. Mm-hmm. Um and she doesn't really have any no major flaws, but like the the other two get me on like the whole like the translucent ball socket thing. Yeah. Because for starters, it's a little uncomfortable having a female transformer where the boobs are transformable. That's I mean, a little I, weird. I, I thought that's kind of funny. The thing that bummed me out was your comic book. Yeah, the the comics on those are weird. I, yeah, I want a translation on those really badly. Basically, from all the scans I saw, it seems like Black Arachnia's comic book is all about her having gigantic breasts. Yeah. And the trials and tribulations that come from having gigantic breasts. Yeah, they are individually bigger than her head. Yeah, and... I don't know. A whole comic about that seems like the kind of thing that would be funny until you realize there's more than one page. And then it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't even see the whole comic. I just saw like some scans on a blog and I was after three images. I was like, this is getting this seems tiresome. This 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 joke. Yeah. And all all of the comics are that weird. Great. Yeah. <laughs> well, but... I mean, the box art is pretty I mean, ever since the last three. The box art's been pretty funny, too. Mm. I'm Windblade, and this is my sword handle. <laughs> Stop looking at me. No, the weird thing that struck me on these was, like, all the heads were done up in translucent plastic, which is fine on... And it might be, like, all the new molding, but a lot of them are painted over, so it's hard to tell. Hmm. But on, on Nightbird, it doesn't really concern me. On Black Arachnia, it's those ball sockets on her chest. That they're mm. they are really tight. They are translucent. They scare the they scare the hell out of me. Because that's the that's the kind of thing that fails on me. Like when it comes to that, I'm not sure why they don't just paint them in like an opaque color. Because it's like like on Nightbird, it's not even like well we made new size for her, so you know this is where the molding goes. No, her head's in clear plastic. Like it like they are like completely individual molds that do not share any plastic, and there's no real reason for them to be clear that I can tell. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Like on Black well, Arach like on Black Arachnia, they even paint the back of the head, so it's not even a light piping thing. I don't know. Like that that's the one thing I will say is like on on Slipstream, like Slipstream probably looks the nicest of any of them. Cause the the purple and teal look amazing. Yeah. And it does a like the 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 remolding to give her the more seeker aesthetic does a really good job because one of my things about Windblade is she manages to not look like a seeker. That's mm -hmm. kind of a big deal. And now we've got remolds that make that mold look like a seeker. And I think that's effectively done. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so she would probably be the best of the three technically, except she's the only one that doesn't get the original accessories for some reason. Like, she's got her new Null Rays, but she doesn't get the sword. Ah, that'd be weird. It'd be weird. Okay. Nightbird has twin hand cannons. Yeah, she's like a... Well, Nightbird's like... Nightbird has this thing about her origin 
it makes it seem feasible that she would get, you know, mass upgrades and, and whatnot. Yeah, but we know she has, like, shurikens and nunchucks and size and swords. The one thing she didn't have... She's a ninja, but she doesn't have guns. That, that's what comes with getting a car mode. Oh, cars come with guns. Okay, you're yeah. thinking like an my, American. I have, I have a rage gun in my arm. What? It's, it's called my middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> pow, pow. <laughs> that's how the Mega Man robots got started. Just arm guns for everybody. Yeah. Uh... No, but what what worried me, like, her head is, like, the weirdest. Because not only is it a tra- clear, translucent ball joint that's very small and very tight, for some reason, the front half of her head is painted, back half, not a bit. Weird. So at any angle, it's just, like, half of her head is clear for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, so... I can't, like, I can't wait to see that in person. <laughs> yeah, the, the head on that one is, like... It's it's a decently sculpted head. I like I mean I would like the head if it didn't scare me and look half done. Yeah. Well, I'll see how I'll see how the ball joints feel on mine. I've I've gotten pretty good at, at uh, adding little toothpick droplets of shock oil if if ball joints are too squeaky for me. But uh yeah, I'm I'm glad those things are coming out too. Like that's a nice way to end the year on Takara Tomy's end. Yeah. Cuz that's always like surprised me. It's like, okay, villains don't sell in Japan, girls don't sell in Japan in a boy's toy line. Let's do three at once of both of those. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in favor of that spirit. Yeah, and then, you know, let's also sweeten the pot with a comic about, Yo, my boobs are enormous! <laughs> oh god, they're so big! Hang on. Because oddly enough, those I actually have on hand. But b- Boobs? Well, that, and the actual comic books, like, okay, so, it seems, okay, so, I've on Slipstreams, her comic basically ends with her, I think, becoming a waitress for Megatron. Right. Which is mm-hmm. bizarre, like, after getting into a fight with the Beast Wars cast for some reason. Let's see, uh, was Night, was Nightbirds a really weird one? Oh yeah, Nightbird is working as a waitress too. Yeah, that's what that's what you got to do when you're a Decepticon lady. I mean, like that's canonical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Black Arachnids has this really weird bit where all of them get dressed up in very like stereotypical cheesecake outfits for girls. I it's, okay, it's weird. <laughs> okay, like, I want translations, but at the same time, I'm kind of scared to find out how deep this goes. No, yeah, let's just let's, let's see how deep it goes. I want to translate it just for all the scenes where G1 Megatron's arguing with Beast Wars Megatron. Her boobs are not big enough! Yes, they are! <laughs> Get them to voice act the whole thing with my script. It'll be a wonderful bot con. I, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe that where one will make one? the uh, internet. Yeah. Where, where was this when Frank Welker was at bot con? It wasn't in the right place. That's where it was. Um, so, well, any, anything else on your end you want to talk about, or you're going to save it for, uh, for upcoming weeks? I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold back, because I don't know how much on topic I'm going to have coming up here. Alrighty. I, I just have one quick thing to talk about on topic, which is I got the perfect effect Menasaur, uh, head and chest augmentation. Um, and this, this is one of those times where I bought something partly just to review it, because I already had the hands and feet, and I like Combiner Wars, and I want to talk about the add-ons, and that's a dumb reason to buy anything. Don't do that. 
Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by it after going in with like really low expectations, but I am still going to point out there are some problems with this thing, and there are some good parts. Uh, first, I'll send you guys some pictures while I'm talking. The stock configuration, this is where perfect effects, much like the hands and feet. It feels like they scrambled to get this stuff out, and I honestly don't understand why. Um, but this this thing, it like neuters the entire hip joint. It locks the entire hip joint. Uh, and Menasaur gets a new hip joint, which is Motormaster's knees. They only really go forward and backwards uh, a little bit. Um, they can swivel around due to the thigh swivels, sort of. But uh, the first picture I sent you is how close together they can get. He is stuck in that A stance with the stock wow. configuration. Oh, boy. That's how close you can get them. Now, the thing that's kind of secret is they work like those old Iron Man 2 uh, Hasbro hip joints, where it's like a universal hip that pegs up. So if you swivel the thigh around so that you're seeing a different front surface on, on Metasaur's thighs, uh, you can do this configuration, which I adore. I think this actually looks gorgeous, uh, where you can get his, if you have it so his hips, or, you know, so his legs only go outwards rather than forwards and backwards, and you flip the hip plates up to create kind of a layered crotch armor look, you can get mm -hmm. this really smooth, slick-looking Metasaur. It's just that, you know, now he can't move his legs forward. Um, but if you if you leave it like that and you start swiveling stuff around to reorient how the legs work and you don't mind his thighs becoming asymmetrical now and then it kind of works there are of course already tutorials on the boards about how you can dremel out tons of plastic to free up his hips and make you know keep this aesthetic but get the hips to work better and i feel like it's indicative of the same problem i had with the hands and feet where it's a fine concept that is very untuned and in the case of this one <clears throat> it's clear to me that there are probably ways to have um, to have uh, sort of feather adjusted a lot of aspects of how that, you know, diaper basically clasps around the whole thing to not entirely neuter the hip joints. Because it feels like neutering the hip joints came out of the initial reports of Motormaster's hips being kind of loose. And thus we'll fix it by completely locking them. Except that in the interim, plenty of solutions came out uh, for for making Metasaur work using those hip joints by adding paper washers or grabbing the non-F, the Glaug, replacement ratchets, etc., etc. Motormaster himself and all of the versions of the Prime Motormaster mold have gotten updated hip ratchets that just work better. So I feel like this, this, this piece is operating on an outdated mindset and kind of just sticking to its guns in a way it really shouldn't have. Also, and this is the big bummer, he's, you know, he's got those big shoulder boxes now, right? And those are happening right over top of that big chunk on Combiner Wars Menasaur that doesn't lock together very well. Those shoulder boxes are hollow on the other side, and I'm looking at them and I'm like, I feel like there was some way with another couple months of thought that this could have also been a functional shoulder lock for Menasaur. <sighs> And once like again, peg into the side of the hand and clip into something and lock it all together. Yeah, they're they're hollow on the back. There's there's uh, and and I mean they transform technically for Motormaster's individual modes if you want. The hollowness on the back I don't think would have really been affected that much in those cases. I feel like there was room there to add in that the functionality of a shoulder lock that would have made this a far more complete package. But yet again, you know, the landing was not stuck. The concept was done, and then they kind of just blasted out into production. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the thing I would say about the Perfect Effect Combiner Wars update bits, um, at least as far as, you know, the hands and the feet and the Motormaster diaper, which, and they're all making a comeback for Prime, and they're retooling the hands and feet for other guys, they're all, like, fine, 
but they are anything but perfect. And it's weird because the company's called Perfect Effect, and there's a soundbite you could probably create out of that if you if you put some more thought into it, but I'm not going to, because whatever. Um, it's fine. The new head is a great... It's a great size, but the new... Like, it's got horns that still don't feel right, so it's just the head is bigger, but still quote-unquote wrong in all the same ways as the original. It's just bigger, mm-hmm. which kind of helps. The best part of the set is the extender for the sword. It's basically a silver gun, <coughs> and then you can plug the... You know, like, you know, uh, Commander Wars Menasaur has a two-part sword. Right. Uh, this comes with a silver gun that goes in between those two parts to make it basically 50% longer. And it is awesome. It is, like, perfectly color-matched for the, the silver paint on those accessories. It looks like perfect. And if that thing was sold for like 10 bucks, I would say go buy it right now because Menasaur looks amazing no matter what add-on parts you're using when his sword is 50% longer because it's a much bigger sword and it looks great. And the functionality and the look and the fit and finish of that that new piece is perfect. That is the part that is perfect. It's the head and the, the wraparound torso piece that both feel kind of unfinished. So it's a, you know, it's a very mixed bag, that, that add-on piece. I think it's called PCO4. Um... Anyway, I, I picked it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my coverage going on that stuff after I finish review 300 and review 299. But uh, I wanted to, to get all that stuff in hand also for when uh, non-F's stuff uh, comes out in full, then I can get some nice proper comparison thoughts because I really like Combiner Wars, and it turns out I really like Combiner Wars Metasaur for all his faults once he's modified in various different ways, and I wanna I wanna have the full experience on him one way or another. Uh, anyway, that's that's my on-topic stuff. I have one real quick off-topic thing I want to talk about, too, which relates to both of you guys in some way, uh, although neither of you have joined me on the Megablocks train quite as hard as I have. But, did you guys know Megablocks Collector Series got the Terminator Genesis license? I'm, I'm guessing not. No, I don't think so. That's because the Genesis toys never actually came out in stores. They're only available on Amazon.com, which is a crying shame. Uh, I'm going to send you a picture of the T-800, because I got two of the T-800 four-packs. So this T-800 is like, you know, you see how he's like really solid silver? So each of the four-packs comes with one of those that has been given a really, a really well-done black wash, where the metallic is still showing, but all those details are shaded in really well. And it's, it's basically the one that you can see through a window when you buy them. It's supposed to sell you on the idea. Then the other three in the package don't have the black wash. So they're like... And they're a grave disappointment. Well, they still look fine, but they're just silver. Whereas the black wash one is... is man, he's gorgeous. So this thing, it's, it's, uh, it's minifigure scale. And it is almost... It was almost probably going to be my toy of the year. Because you know how I was flipping out the first time I got those Call of Duty guys, and I was like, these are like tiny G.I. Joes, and these are the toy of the year, and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So what this guy does is he adds even more range to the ball socket joint on the neck. He has a ball socket joint in the middle of his torso, which has, again, a large amount of range. And then the ball socket hip joints, uh, due to the sculpts, they basically have uh, a thigh swivel built into them because of the sheer... Like, you can really swivel those things side, like horizontally around the ball socket enough to have him borderline sit cross-legged. Uh, it's a gorgeous cool. toy. Here's the bummer. His, he has bicep swivels and that's it. He has no elbow hinges and no wrist cuts. His forearms from the elbow down are just one solid piece that pegs up into the, the bicep. 
And I'm like, how did you not stick this landing? For Christ's sake. This was almost like another... This was almost the, the micro-action figure thing you're doing, taken to the next level, and then the forearms suck. Now, here's the thing. They're sculpted at an angle that still looks really good in basically every pose I put this guy in. He's got a gun. He looks cool. He can still hold his gun real well. Like, they, they got a good angle sculpted on there. Also, if you rip him out, you can shove Assassin's Creed or Halo forearms in there, which have an elbow hinge and have a wrist cut. So you can fix it, but... Look how close this thing is. Like, god damn it. And I think the only reason they didn't go for an elbow hinge is because they sculpted those forearms to be so thin and mechanical. Except that the biceps above them are just bulky enough that I'm like, if those... If, if an elbow hinge and a wrist cut meant those forearms were going to be a tad bulkier, I would have gone for it. Like, this would have been, like, one of the best micro-action figures ever. It's still really good. The pose of it, like, like the range of expressiveness on the ball socket joints throughout the center mass are incredible. Uh, it just really sucks that the landing was not stuck on the forearms and you, you basically have to cannibalize off of other figures and kind of lose a lot of that, the you know, the aesthetic to some degree mm. to get what I would call like the next level up for a micro action figure that's two inches tall. Um, that unfortunately seems like it might have been one of those design decision things and they chose one way when maybe they probably should have gone the other. Aesthetically, it does look great. And like, and like I said, they, they picked a good angle to sculpt those forearms at. But yeah, like I think that they, they decided to really go for that, 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 that thin skeletal aesthetic. And it, it looks great. Like, like, like it is still one of the, the best, like just bang for your buck, small little pieces of posable plastic. I've gotten in a long while. Uh, I, I have a lot of respect for what Mega Bloks is doing for their collector series, like cramming, uh, emotive posability into such a tiny package, but man, like like the the elbow hinge is sculpted in there in a way that made me think it was there until I got these in hand, and I felt a little deceived, slightly deceived. But the rest of the toy is so good that like you don't have to. I'm not having a heart attack. I'm over it. The rest of the toy is so good that I can live with it. But yeah, it was it was a real heartbreaker to see how close they came and how they just didn't quite stick the landing. Um. Anyway, if 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 you are able to get it Amazon, like I would recommend picking up the four pack to try these out if any of this sounds enticing to you because this is still an incredible action figure for its size. Uh, and, and I mean, you get a little diorama you can build too, but you're you're getting it for the robot skeletons. Um, I don't regret picking them up, but like I really want to try kit bashing. Something together between, uh, I think probably between a Terminator guy and an Assassin's Creed guy. I'd like to see how that turns out. I, I messed around a bit with a, a Halo man, and like you can get the Halo torso armor to uh, to close together around the torso on the T800, and it doesn't nullify the ball joint in the middle of the torso, which is pretty cool. So there's there's a lot of really neat customizing opportunities in there with this thing. But uh, as a standalone piece, it was almost perfect. It was almost perfect. Um. I also want to call out, like, with the black wash and the dotted red eyes, the T-800 head looks incredible at this scale. Like, I I, I love that Mega Bloks is focusing so much on this stuff. Like, this is this is a strength. This is a place to go. And I'm, I'm like, triple stoked to see their Ninja Turtles, because it looks like their Ninja Turtles are going to push that articulation barrier at the scale uh, when the classic ones come out sometime next year. Anyway, that's, that's, like, that's my brick news, because I haven't built anything else. Um... 
I also want to throw out there, because I'm tired of not being able to find them, because Megablox's biggest problem now is not the quality of their product, it is the quality of their distribution. Uh, also, only really findable on Amazon, aside from some chance circumstances reported in YouTube comments, uh, I finally have um, the uh, the Atlas Trooper pack on the way, the, the pack of four guys with exoskeletons, because I could never find it in person. Um, oh, and offhand, Aaron also helped me buy a Lego thing, but I haven't built it yet. But I Yay. wanted to say right on here, thank you, Aaron, for your assistance. Again, I'm going to say, um, I'll, can, can you say what the thing is? Yeah, I had a, so I had $130 of LEGO VIP points, and a majority of them are going to expire December 31st this year. So I wanted to use them while I was in America last week, because I would get double points back on whatever I got. So I was like, all right, I have 130 bucks. I think I'll get a modular. And I was going to go get the Parisian restaurant, but they didn't have it. They had the other three that are available. Uh, so I asked Aaron, yo, which one should I get? And Aaron said, Pet Shop. Uh, I looked, you know, he gave me his opinions. I also looked at some opinions online, and I went for Pet Shop. So I got the Pet Shop. Uh, but Aaron, yeah, what's what's your outlook on modulars, getting into them? So, um, well, I mean, as I'd said then and I said in the pre-show, uh, build that for yourself. Um, and I, I, I think you'd said already that, like, your live build limit is about a 300 piece thing yeah um that the pet shop was the first modular that i had and i think i took six to seven hours to build the whole thing um and it is set up so that it's in like numbered bags um so you do like bag one then bag two then bag three then four five six seven eight i think on that one six or yeah eight sets of bags um, it's a fun build. It has a lot of other smaller things to it. And as, as I said before, um, I think that that's a good one. Even if you're not going to get any more, um, modulars because it's, it's kind of two smaller builds. So you have multiple ways that you could display it. Plus it, it gives you an idea of like, Hey, this is more than creator level building that you've got some pretty interesting <coughs> different ways to be building things in that set oh yeah um well it, the, it'll be fun for you the outlook i have on lego right now for the coming year having seen you know all their their product previews for 2016 is i think my focus is going to move into aside from finishing off the lego movie it's going to be the firehouse and modulars that's the stuff that interests me the most out of everything you're they're talking doing. ghostbusters firehouse yeah Not trying to get the old modular firehouse yeah 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 like yeah, the, the existing the existing modulars really and me. yeah 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 Sorry, I, I started talking while you were talking. Yeah. And that never happens here. But Aaron, what, what surprised you about that firehouse? Um, Kind of that it's happening at all. Yeah, uh, and that it's... Because that's going to be like a super... Pro, like 350? 350 oh, American, sorry, 400 Canadian. Yeah. Which is starting to push deep into a range that they did with like the original UCS Millennium Falcon and not a whole lot else. Well, like like... The sea cow is the is the last thing I can think of in recent memory that I even thought about that came to that kind of price. Yeah, and and the, the sea cow was two fifty. The sea cow was two fifty. There there's something like three bills and up that just hasn't really happened. Yeah, and it's the fact that not only are they doing the firehouse, but they have not neutered it whatsoever, and they straight up said it also fits the ideas Ecto One. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing the firehouse that everyone thought they would never do and that if they picked up the ideas version they would neuter it somehow to be like a, a $150 set right and I, I, yeah and I saw like you know the gumption of it 
makes me want to support it a whole lot. It's the one thing that I kind of a little bit wish that they had done, which I can't remember. Was the firehouse, was that freestanding or was it abutted like up next to something else? <laughs> so I think it's movie. freestanding. Because, well, I'm, I'm saying the Lego one is freestanding. You can see where it has oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Five, um, five pegs worth around each side. I could not recall if in the movie it was right like up next to something else. I mean, I think its, I think the real on one right side. I think the real one has that space on its right side, yeah. given the photography they were doing, where you could see it in the background. Because I was eyeballing that. Because I, if you're going where you think, I think you're going. I'm with you. I wish it just had a modular connector on the kind side. Of, yeah, kind of wish it had. Okay, here's. Yeah, it looks like uh, Google image search. There is a small gap. Yeah. Between it, there's like a car's width <coughs> gap me. between it and its side. So, yes, this is appropriate and freestanding. But well, here's what, here's what I'm nice thinking. If it was, if it was modular, let's capable. let's let's come up with a BrickLink recipe, right? For a little like a little wall on the side of those on the side of that base that can modular connect to make it like a corner piece. Yeah. Even I think. I, that's the one thing I don't know. The back of it shows it abutting up to another building. I wonder if the back of it has like a modular connection. I, I wouldn't. If it did yeah. that, if it did that, I would be, I, I would be giddy. Because I, I, I bet you, I would bet a solid nickel that there's a modular connector in the back, and I, I'd, I'd even bet, I'd bet like two cents that the idea I just said of like a modular connecting piece of scenery on the side might be something in the works. It seems feasible. I mean, it's mm-hmm. easily buildable, too. Yeah. But, yeah, the, I mean, the firehouse, it's coming out next year, so I know I'm going to have a couple years to get it. Next um, year, like um, two months. Yeah. Yeah, like January. January 1st. But every everything that comes out from LEGO right now is around long enough that you don't have to run to get it, is, yeah. is the thing the- that I'm... Very the secure. larger, especially the larger collector-oriented ones, tend to have a shelf life of a couple years, just because they, you know, they have to build it in a good quantity in order to be profitable, and it sells slow enough that they can just like have it sit around for a while as long as they eventually sell. <laughs> yeah, and and like I I don't get much out of Star Wars Lego, and there you know the the Lego Movie is the one theme I really got into, and I'm almost complete on it. So I figure next year it's probably it's going to be like neat ideas stuff or saving up for the modulars that are out because mm-hmm. the ones that are out I find the most engaging of the whole menu. I know, I know there's reasons to like the other ones a lot more. It's just that the Parisian restaurant and the cinema and the detective office those three plus the bank all connect with me more than the you know the town hall or the greengrocer just as concepts. Yeah. Well, plus so, those are so far gone now that oh yeah good, I luck, mean, get, good luck getting a greengrocer and keeping a kidney. I, I feel fortunate that the retired modulars conceptually don't interest me a whole lot, um, as opposed to the newer ones. And you know, if I I had a slight interest in the firehouse because I like firehouses, but yo, I got a better firehouse coming out now. Yeah, so. the, and the biggest thing is, is like I was saying in 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 Twitter format, where I could see you enjoying the detective uh, office a little bit more in pool hall is the fact that, that kind of tells a story. Where the mm-hmm. pet house is a pet house. 
So the, the the whole thing of the pet of the pet shop splitting, I, I never I never knew it came with basically an apartment building next to it. Yes, and, and that so, is <coughs> that is the awesome thing that brownstone. Um, there was a brick world where somebody had gone and built like six of those brownstones yeah. in different colors, and they were like mirrored. So that it was like how those brownstones might have been of like a left side and a right side. And it looked awesome. And I think Defuzz even said something that that's like one of his goals is to at some point build that. Well, I think we had that idea at the same time as soon as we saw somebody else had done that. We're like, (gasps) because this is the way I think the empty apartment building feels like a great place from a mega blocks to hide out in my Lego city. Because I want them hiding out in the in the empty apartment, mm-hmm. and I want them causing a ruckus in the Parisian restaurant. Those are my plans. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm feeling like that got me really that that apartment building got me so into it where I was like this is perfect. And then like the you know the attic levels like uh, the opening window just have a sniper like peeking out that thing going like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pop some heads. How I currently have Ninja Turtles on top of my palace cinema. Yeah. My palace cinema currently. The city. Yeah, my palace cinema currently has the Avengers Tower on top of it. Well, just see, you know, watching watching some of the single player game for Lego Dimensions got my head all filled with these ideas, same ideas I had when I was watching the Lego Movie of the thing that can't happen where Mega Bloks invades and like other brands invade, and I, I like Mega Bloks figures a lot. So I want, I want, I want to populate a Lego city with an invasive Mega Block minifigure element. So I'm, I'm rubbing my hands now. <laughs> And then the Ghostbusters are all like, yo, interdimensional, because in IDW, they had Ghostbusters Ninja Turtles do a crossover, canonical to both books, that had to do with dimensional travel. The Ghostbusters can read that kind of, Egon knows what, what's up with that. So you got Egon, Lego Egon, all like, yo, my PKE's all like, what's a Mega Bloks? And then we got a story going on. I'm feeling pretty good about this. Um, that, I was also going to just say, the one other thing that Mega Bloks still needs to get better at is, n- and maybe Lego has a patent on this. Mega Bloks sells sets that are in the thousands of bricks, right? Mm-hmm. They don't number their bags. They never have numbered their bags. They have two thousand plus piece sets with not without numbered bags. And unless there's a legal precedent preventing them from doing that, they really need to start numbering their bags. Yeah, that's time. You get into something like that, and that is where I'll, I will uh, sort out everything. Uh, because, yeah, that's 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 difficult. Yeah. Um, oh, I actually, Aaron, you're going to be proud of me. I'm sorry to keep this tangent going, but I, I just got to say, you're going to be proud of me. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so, to celebrate the fact that the entirety of Back to the Future is now in the past, I, uh, Sadly. I, I V-built the DeLorean finally. Nice. Because I'd never built it. It was just sitting there. And I was like, this seems like the time and place to do it. Now that, you know, the day has gone by, it's all in the... Let's let's build this thing. I sorted the parts by color. Good. And it was neat. What's your your final build state? (laughs) Uh, I I just went through the instruction book. So it's at three then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I pulled the three hood off and I put it back to two. And in the V build... what, what What color are your rims? Silver. Silver? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you're two. In the you V-Build... The, you have the Mr. Fusion on it? You're, oh, yeah. I left it on okay. there. You're, you're going to laugh, because in the V-Build, I couldn't remember all our conversations, so I, like, <laughs> I, I contradict myself 15 times correcting myself about what wheels are what and whether I should be getting extra rubber tires to put on the red ones. And, 
came with the tires to go on the red ones, didn't it? No, it only came with one set of rubber tires. Really? Yeah, but the red ones are for the railway track. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily need rubber need tires. Need rubber, yeah. But so so I and we'd gone through this whole conversation two years ago, but I forgot it all. So you can hear me go through it by myself out loud in the V build whenever it's done, which is real silly. But so yeah, I tried to, I tried a little alteration to the DeLorean to fit two people in. And it works, but it doesn't really work. This is something I read online, so I got to play with it some more. But it's a cool build. Ecto one's better. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Off topic, I dominated all that with a bunch of Lego whatever. Um, Aaron, did you do any off-topic stuff? I got engaged. Well, I was going to say, did you do any off-topic stuff? And you were going to be like, well, I got a booster pack of Magic cards. And I was going to be like, you're a it, nerd. And then, it wasn't or, even that. It was, uh, so, as listeners may know, uh, Alfie and I have been together for a couple years, two, two and a half years now, for a while now. And we'd kind of been talking about marriage, but, you know, I mean, in, in so much as a couple of people that live together for a long time and enjoy their companies and really like each other or something. But um, she was wanting to play Magic. It's been a little bit since we played Magic. I was like, oh, okay. And so, all right. And so we get everything out and we start getting ready. And she's like, oh, can you put the dogs out? I'm like, we're like, right. Okay, fine. I'll put the dogs out. No worries. <laughs> You know, go in the other room, harness up Romo, and toss him outside, and Lilo barks and barks and barks and watch him do their business and come back in. Like, okay. So, all right, so we get started. I draw my hand of cards, and I look at one of the cards, and I don't recognize this card. And this is, this is the deck I like to play, and I know these cards. I look at it, and it's like, what? That's, that's not a... I mean, that's weird. Oh, let me read this thing. And it was a proposal from, from Alfie to, like, hey, you play this card, we'll be together forever and be nerds and whatever. And I was like... It, it probably took me 10, 15 seconds to read it all. And like, this is the dumbest. This thing has no. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And uh, according to her, it was about the longest 15 seconds because she went. She she already has some 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 uh, nervousness and crowds and some anxiety issues from time to time and. Then here she is kind of geekily proposing to the, the man that she loves. And she he's just sitting here reading this like, what the hell? And uh, she said it was like the longest 15 seconds of my life ever. So thanks. And uh, so, yes, I now have a fiance. My, uh, my favorite part of, of, of that part of the story is the idea that you know, long 15 seconds is happening and you have hours during that 15 seconds to think things. And I was like, what if she's just thinking like, is this, is this going over his head? Is this too yeah. esoteric? Is this like, <laughs> did this, did this get too complicated? Should I have spelled it in Lego instead? But, uh, is he going to no, try she... to tap mana first? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had somebody actually, uh, send me a tweet. Congratulations. But shouldn't you have had this card and it was counterspell? I was like, Ah, uh, that kind of would have been funny, and then I'd sleep on the couch, even though it's my house and my bed and my couch. It'd be on the couch. Uh, but no, it's really cool. We don't have a date set or anything. Um, we're we're like more concerned about the receptions that we're going to have, which is probably going to be one locally, one back in her hometown, and then probably one at TFCon. Um, so how Colin many has already offered to be the officiant? However, I'm not sure. 
how international marriages would work since that's Canada and I don't live in Canada. But how many of those Lego wedding toppers are you expecting to get from people who think they're clever? You know, that's cool. That's all brick that we can throw into a bin. Because uh, number one, there is one, right? Yes, there is. That's where there is. Because I was telling Crin this. Sure there is. And Crin was saying, but Aaron's probably going to get those from everybody. And then I was telling her, yeah, but what if he gets like, you know, 18 of them? Then he can just stack the build 18 times bigger. Yeah. That will that will just be the cake. Yeah. Just serve people slices of Lego. And when they can't yeah. eat it, you get really huffy. What? You, you can't eat this? <laughs> so on, on my special day, you... But, so, uh, so Aaron, if you want to do me a big, a big favor, I want you to be the bri- the bridezilla, but be the groomzilla or whatever version of that is. Man, I don't have the energy to do that. I know, but it, I, I've seen. I I watched like exactly three of those bridezilla shows, and I was like, she's got to be doing this because there's a camera. Because who's really this crazy? <laughs> I just want I want there to be an archival footaged groomzilla. Nah. Nah. Like, just with really weird, specific things that you want. Like, you want people eating Lego. But, uh, yeah, that was that was the big thing. Um, other, I got um, the new Assassin's Creed um, Syndicate. Is that out? Well, yeah, That's that is out. out. Well, I, I've played it some, so I would assume so. I bought it at a store. Pirate! Um, it's... An Assassin's Creed game that doesn't suck. I I did not pre-order it because uh, Unity was horrible and broken every way it could be broken. And uh, Syndicate's playing well so far. I've done more of the territory control stuff than I've done the actual game, I think. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of instances of just being walking along and then, oh, there's a thing I can hijack. And then I have to run it all the way back to the map to the home base corner of the map. And then, wait, what was I doing? Oh, okay. And then get there and be like, oh, here's another thing I can do and run it all the way over here. Oh, dang it. What was I doing? I heard that uh, from a lot of places that it's like, I mean, this has been said before from other entries, but it might be, again, like an Assassin's Creed to finally bring some, like, a semblance of pride back to the series after yeah. becoming a bit of a joke. Yeah, like I said, I'm still I've I've not done like memory sequence five yet. I think that's I'm I'm just before there. So there's still a whole lot of game for me to do, even though I've gone a ways into it. Yeah. But. Uh I have a question. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but what the mm-hmm. hell is like is this is this just gonna continue the hook where you're testing video games in a fake video game company, or like what's the hook? To continue the UI of Assassin's Creed. So there's just a thing right as you start up where it starts up with like Abstergo and then it hacks in and then, all right, initiate, we've got another set of memories coming to you. And then there's a bit of real world and then I've not seen anything else. That seems kind of garbage. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm still, as far as the game goes, still pretty early in the game. Okay. I've done a lot of the other side stuff, the territory control Hey, go do this thing and free like part of it. So it's in early Victorian England, and so there's like child labor, and one of the area control things is you free all the children from a factory or from a foundry or from a mill, 
And so every time I come across one of those, I'm like, I have to save the children. Yes, I know they're yeah. virtual children and not really real, but <laughs> I have to save the children. But well, I mean, and I should say, I don't think it's garbage if there's no like Desmond story, but right. I feel like they came up with this really weird and like like kind of cute alternative and then never really built on it that much, except in this really like plotting you're a hacker kind of way. And it's they just get rid of that part and just have you be an assassin in old timey times and just change the UI. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think what else. Did I ever get the chance to talk about Pandemic Legacy or was that in one of the weeks where we really cut what we got back? I don't remember anymore. I thought we I know you've said Pandemic in the last couple of or sometime in the last couple episodes, but I don't know if we talked okay. about it at length. Yeah. So we are into May. So Pandemic Legacy is Pandemic with like the you're making permanent changes of Risk Legacy on the board. And we've continued playing it and it's horrible but great and I'm really upset that like one of the other people that's in our group of four that are playing these is going back to Colorado for a long time. And it kind of makes me sad because I want to play that like at extra life, but she's not going to be here. And I'd feel really bad playing it with just two or three people and not the whole set of four. I hear you. That sounds crazy though, to have like a long term perma consequence pandemic. Cause I know pandemic mostly is the game that everyone loses. Mm-hmm. Well, we've managed to basically go, back and forth on wins and losses. Um, and our couple of losses have been like, we needed three more cards in the player deck to get to. And we just ran out of time that way, where it hasn't been, you know, Pandemic has three fail states of you run out of cubes to put on the board, uh, you have so many outbreaks where that's where you have three cubes on a place and it's supposed to get another one, and that causes an outbreak. And then running out of the, the the player deck. And I think we play a little bit too protective to keep from getting the first two fail states that end up with us getting the third one. But it has a neat method with with funding that the better you play, the fewer player cards that you get that give you extra special actions and kind of additional turns uh, through everything. Those start to go away, and if you do poorly, they come back. So... We, we've managed to keep it in the low to no funding area, which I think is good, but we're still we're still trying to sort it out. And I just, I want her to come back so we can play more. Well, I hope that, that Fortune uh, turns a metaphor in a positive manner. Yeah, in- it'll be three or four weeks for uh, Thanksgiving. She'll be back in town. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. You'll have plenty of time for other things during extra life, like shaving. Yeah, maybe. I'm I'm still $200 short of that. Hmm. Well, um, let's close up this off-topic section. TJ, did you do any off-topic stuff? Uh, yeah. I did a little bit of off-topic. Yeah. Uh, the ghost toys are going to consume my soul, which is appropriate. I'm, uh, watching. Mm-hmm. That's all. 
I yeah. still haven't seen the show. You should. I'm going to. There's not enough episodes yet, and I was going to maybe record a podcast about it this weekend, but then that changed to Ultraman, so I don't have to watch any yet. <laughs> Yay, I get to put it off. I've, I've got uh, the Condor phone now. So we've officially entered into the gadgets for the season. Who has the... <laughs> excuse me. Who has the uh, the phone that turns into a Cobra? Because that looks cool. That's Spectre. Okay. So it's secondary dude stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, how how are... So how how does the toy feel? Because that's usually... When, when it comes to the, the gadget animal things, it's like, do they feel like solid standalone toys? Do they feel like the kind of thing you just hand to somebody regardless of context? Um, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean... It it is interesting. Like they feel like the double ones, so yeah. like they they have a very like simple but still very solid feel to them. They transform animal object thing, and it that's all well and good, and it's fine on its own. And I I like that it's all I like that it's all old timey stuff. So it's like it's it's a phone, but it's the old rotary. Yeah. So it's it's a neat it's a neat little change up. It excels them so much to be able to combine with the weapons. Yeah, so you get something out of it. Yeah. Because it's not just that. Like, I, you combine this thing onto the gun gun saber, and it actually works. Like, it actually looks like some deformed version of a bow and, like, solid-off shotgun combined. Like, yeah. somehow, aesthetically, it works. And I like that it actually does change the light and sound effect. Like th- that that part I didn't expect that the sword actually knows what's attached to it, so that adds to it. Yeah, that's cool. Like to have uh, the long game in the roleplay weapon is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it feels like a it's a, it's a fun little thing because as it is, you got I'm a big like trans transforming weapon guy. Like you give me a sword that turns into a gun, and I'm completely on top of it. Now you're giving me transformable little gadget guys that can also combine onto the weapons. Yeah, so you can have like you can have a, a stand like a not standalone. But you can have a separate play pattern through line on the weapons. Yeah, it's actually kind of neat. Like in a way, that weapon is completely autonomous from the belt. Like outside of like finishing blows, and really you can do that if you have a magnet lying around. Hmm. So. It's a fun little thing. It's the most bizarre condor I've ever seen in my life, but hey, I think it makes a decent toy. That's ah, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, like the, you know, I don't know how well they're gonna sell or if they're gonna be kicking around for a while. But the, if the Cobra cell phone is like just sort of chilling out on Mandarake for cheap someday, I might pick it up because it just looks neat. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I get man, if I ever get that, I gotta get the, I gotta get Spectre's weapon to go with it because they make a sickle together. Ooh. Like, I've, I've been, like, waiting for a common Rider to actually have a scythe. Let's see, uh, beyond that, uh, in the same realm, uh, Figuart Kivara came out. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's on my, she's on my, my short list on the Mandarake stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, as she should be, like, I'm still shocked that a character who only appeared in one movie got a retail release. Like, well, at, at the next month, Kamen Rider 3 came out. Well, even that, like, it's a, it's also a, it's also a female writer. Mm. Like, fem- female writers, like, are rare enough and always exclusive if they get a figure. 
So again, like I'm, I am rather astonished. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm not complaining. Like, hey, I didn't have to pay like super expensive retail expensive prices. Okay, I'm happy with this. Uh, yeah, the the sculpting on it is gorgeous. The paint job is done very nicely. This is it's still like one of my favorite rider designs they've ever done. It's only sad because, like, in one movie, she only has so much she can do. So, like, she has enough. She's got a good number of hands, but all she gets is the sword. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Like, th- like, there's part of me that wishes, like, they, they at least could put in, like, the energy wings or something to kind of replicate her finishing blow. Like, well, worst case, then, you know, that's that's what you get for the web-exclusive Kivara upgrade kit. Oh, no. Absolutely not. The upgrade kit that comes with like a swappable pelvis for a decade to have a hole through him. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see that. That would actually kind of be hilarious. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't need it, but I'd love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the the revival coming around, a lot of people are gonna have an extra decade kicking around anyway. Yeah, let's get your Dremel out. Mm-hmm. Have some time. No, it's a it's a it's a great figure. Like it's the only figure I've actually bought this year that was at full price. Nice. Like that was weird. It was like I've like completely like weaned myself off of that line. Yeah, I just been doing piecemeal. I I got the Avengers because I thought they might become scarce. Hmm. But uh, otherwise, I've just been grabbing whatever I want um, at my own pace. Yeah, it's kind of weird, because I used to grab every one of those, and now I'm like, yeah, maybe if the right Pokemon comes out. That's what happens know. when you spent long enough grabbing every single one, is the, the pace became too insane. Well, the pace became too insane. Well, it used to be okay. Yeah. Like, figure arts used to be a pretty slow thing, and now they do them, like, like every month, you know, there's like six new ones coming out. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, for me, it's just, now it's about finishing sets. Like, finishing up my, <laughs> excuse me. My uh, Tiger and Bunny guys, and then, mm-hmm. uh, like, finishing up Gaim is the next one, uh, whenever I have some extra <laughs> oh, income. have fun with that. I already got lots of them, so it's not going to be too hard. Like, I have the hard ones. Um, well, that that depends on what you mean by complete, because they're still making Gaim stuff. I just mean TV show complete for okay. me. So, like, you know, of, of the stuff that has no date, like, the stuff I still need, like, I've got, I've got the hard energy rider to get, but I still need to get the other three. Hmm. But the other three don't seem to be as hard to get, so that's cool. And um, I think that's actually about it for the stuff I need that's come out as far as the TV show. Then whenever, whenever uh, you know, that Baron comes out, I can't believe they're not doing uh, a Kiwi Strawberry 2-pack. That's ridiculous. But if that ever happens, that'll be on my list. I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the Gaim stuff is, like, that. that's kind of taken over, like, what what double and deno used to do yeah it'll just take a couple years but we'll get there probably but uh yeah i'm uh, i'm 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 enjoying fig arts at at a at a slow pace mm-hmm. it's fun yeah i think they feel more special that way cuz i think you figured out from a review week you did that they start feeling uh, very similar after a while well, especially if you start critically thinking on all of them like he's got to He's got to play around with them. Make them make them into Destoys. Don't treat them high-end. Just treat them like fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, beyond that, uh, the Amiibo shelf grows. 
as it generally tends to do. So you basically got what you want? Close. I'm very happy to say I see a light at the end of the tunnel now. Mm-hmm. I, I've really enjoyed the Amiibo thing. Like, that's been a nice little thing for me to collect while Common Rider Drive did absolutely nothing for me toy-wise. Mm-hmm. So like, it kind of filled a little bit of like need to collect something gap. I'm going to be happy to be done. All right. Just be able to sit there and go, hey, there's that complete shelf that I'm never going to touch again. Excellent. Your, your smash trophy shelf, basically? Basically, yeah. All right. Because all I want is, like I said, all I want is the smash figures. And to date, like I, the three, I just got, uh, I just got the me fighters. Mm-kay. So your your gunner, your brawler, your sword fighter that are based on the three default models they made as examples. And just today got in Mewtwo. So beyond that, we have Falco, who's uh, coming out this month in the U.S. And then it's just DLC, like Roy, Lucas, and Ryu. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's almost done. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Uh, I'm looking forward to when you join us over in the LEGO Dimensions side of territory in 2016. I've looked at the LEGO Dimensions thing so many times. Like, I want the portal set so bad. I just don't want to... I don't want to drop that kind of money just for the figures. Yeah, so you just gotta get the game, too, and it'll be worth it. The game is expensive, too. Like, you're all... Like, LEGO is already expensive for a figure... For for, for a toy line, I mean. And then you're gonna pack it in with with a games to life game. Well, some people have done it. Some like, people have done it. Yeah, it makes my head hurt. Like, I'm the kind that can't buy any game unless it's on sale in the first place, so... I, yeah, just I, wait I, wait for LEGO Dimensions to go on sale, as LEGO often does, and uh, and you'll be all set. Yeesh. But congratulations, you, you've almost finished your shelf. I'm not sure that's worth congratulating, honestly, but... Well, someone's gotta say it. I will say it does look cool. Just have that many characters from that many games just standing there, same same aesthetic, same size. Like visually, it makes for a really cool set to look at. Mm. You know, and there's still like there's still like really high quality stuff. Like I really ex- I really expected them to cheap out on the Me Fighters just because like who cares? It doesn't look like my Me Fighter anyway. But they're all pretty nice. Cool. I got my amiibo in hand now. Uh, oh, you're uh, a block Mario. Yeah, you're blocky Mario. Mint and sealed package. Oh, you're gonna be one of them. Yep, I have a mint and sealed package one amiibo collection. For the one <laughs> without a Wii, nah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it would enrage Aaron some more, but you know I'll get over that disappointment. <laughs> um, but is there anything else on your end you want to cover, or shall we roll uh, on in? Yeah, I. I think that'll pretty much do it for me. Well, thank you all for joining us in episode 380 of WTF and TFW. Um, <coughs> I've been coughing a bit for this last this last hour or so, and I apologize for that. Still working on this whatever the hell is wrong with my insides. But uh, all is well. Nothing to worry about. We're going to continue on and talking some more Transformers next week. We got... We always got a little bit of news to cover, but uh, you know, as we progress on uh, towards the new year, let's just hope Bruticus comes out this month like all the pre-orders say he will. 
I would like that. I would like for one more dose of Combiner Wars fun before the new year. But we'll see if we get it. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you later. Uh, ciao for now. Bye-bye! <laughs>